0: Good evening, welcome to the Final Fantasy Wiki podcast. The official podcast of uh, the Final Fantasy Wiki. That just seems appropriate that those two things would be connected. But you never know anymore. The world is utter chaos and endless calamity and confusion. So, I don't know, we, we could have been like a knitting podcast or a fantasy football podcast or a podcast about the Ottoman Empire. I, I don't know. There's a, any infinite number of things we could be doing Other than talking about wikis and the Final Fantasy series, but instead we are actually doing as advertised and talking about wikis and the Final Fantasy series. So, my name is Blue Highwind and I do this thing for some reason. And uh, joining me tonight are um, these two people who I guess I'll introduce. Uh, We have 8-Bit! Say hello 8-Bit!
1: Oh, it's 8-Bit. I'm the resident boomer, and I'm guest-starring here. I also do uh, Final Fantasy. No. Yes, I do Final Fantasy, but also Fantasy Football. That makes two of us. Um, so you, this podcast might actually be about fi- uh, Fantasy Football, but
0: yes. I assure
1: you it, it, it is technically Final Fantasy at heart.
0: Yeah. And Cat Hughes, who I don't think you do do Final Fantasy. No, Fantasy I, Football, I, I, I right? I don't
2: know anything about fantasy football. Maybe you can teach me. Um,
0: we we do not have time. Um, just know okay. that it is all yeah. luck, and it is a masochistic <laughs> exercise meant to ruin your life.
1: Uh, ah, just like being a Square in fan. I see.
0: Yes. Uh, right now, it is um, it's July, September 25th. We're recording a bit early this month, because I, I do have busy plans on the last weekend. But uh, right now, everybody root against the Chargers, please. For fantasy reasons.
1: Oh no, I like their logo, so I can't do that. Sorry. No,
0: I I like their logo too. They're they're a very cool team. They have a hot, you know, good new quarterback. They're the team I wish that the Broncos were. In general, is that the team that's like owned by the Spanos family? They are owned by Dean Spanos. It's horrible.
2: See, so my hometown is like almost entirely owned. By Spanos and like everything is named after Spanos they wanted to give my high school a ton of money to like let them engrave the name Spanos in the bottom of the swimming pool and the high school wouldn't let them
0: yeah well good thing because your high school (laughs) and the city of San Diego have both have both told Dean Spanos to go fuck himself which is a very important thing Uh, the official position of the Final Fantasy Wiki and Dean Spanos is go fuck yourself you millionaire billionaire awful person Anyway, have you heard about this thing called Final Fantasy? It's what the kids are into these days.
2: No, I haven't heard of it. I only know about NFTs.
0: No, no, the kids are not into NFTs at all. (laughs) The the NFT market, I think, is crashing again. It it crashed and then it recrashed, and it, it might crash a third time. There's an endless race to the bottom Though, I guess, in one positive note for the general crypto market, they are making 4090s. Which, as far as I can tell, there's no like gaming reason why you would need a 4090 versus a 3090 or even a 3070. Because the the high-definition, super-advanced next-gen games just aren't there. I think you're fine, even if you're a hardcore computer gamer with older tech for your GPU... So I can only imagine the 4090 is for crypto freaks.
1: Maybe it's for people who, like, really want to touch, like, high-resolution grass while they're playing Ghost of Tsushima or something.
0: Or... Or it could be VR people, I guess. Ah,
1: VR people. Yeah,
0: poor VR people. They do exist. We just, we don't really talk about them here because there was one VR Final Fantasy game that nobody ever played. Um... And maybe, I don't know, maybe, like, do they use GPUs, like, in actual game development? I guess you would need, like, a super hardcore computer for that. So maybe you'd need a 4090 if you're actually doing work, rendering stuff. You got your AIs doing things. I don't know anything about what I'm talking about. I I should just stop. It it might be... Oh, go ahead. No, no, go for it. It
2: might be useful to have a 4090 if um, if you use MATLAB a lot. Um... I'm I'm, I'm I'm just totally spitballing here, but MATLAB is the study of inverting matrices. Graphics is the study of inverting matrices. Buy a 4090, buy MATLAB. Actually, don't buy MATLAB. MATLAB sucks. Why are we even
0: talking about this? Well, I'm just imagining what it could possibly be for, because it is $1,600 for this thing, MSRP, which means secondhand, or when you're actually buying it from a website, or God help you, if you can find it in a store, it's going to be like $2,000. So, like, it just seemed ridiculously absurd for this thing to exist at all to me. And, uh, well, Final Fantasy XVI isn't even coming out on PC originally, so I guess we don't need to worry about it. Just buy a PlayStation 5. What? It's not? No, it's not.
2: Either you wait to year or you buy a PS5. And, uh, you can't really buy PS5s right now still.
0: Oh, I think you still can. I, I, it, it takes some work, but I think it is possible to do. I bought a PlayStation 5 last year. I haven't used it all year. I played two games on my PlayStation 5 in the year 2022. And those games were Cyberpunk 2077 and Stray. And that's it. I've not touched it other than that. So do you want to do
2: news? Yeah, let's let's talk news. Not that the news this month is... Uh,
0: I mean, let's talk news. I, you know what? There was... Slightly more news than there is on an average month, I guess. Because it was the Tokyo Game Show this month. Though, not exactly the biggest launch. Like, Square Enix didn't really bring much to that. But they did bring other things to other places. Uh, So, anyway, uh, one note is that on September 8th, Final Fantasy VII officially turned twenty-five. Which I think means it is old enough now to get a hotel room or rent a car. So congratulations to Final Fantasy VII.
1: 26. One more year of Final Fantasy VII. In
0: in one more year, it will have to get off of its parents' insurance in the United States and get its own insurance. Mm.
1: Will it have released Part 2, though, of itself? no of the remake by then no okay it will what are not be expecting 2027 or something i think they
0: said uh. winter 2023 so um uh, so 2025 2024 roughly would be the estimate uh yeah. next thing in news is that uh do you remember that game called final fantasy origin stranger or paradise did either one of you play that i did I not know. play it but i watched a lot of videos of it
1: i know the memes and the videos yes
0: okay well, speaking of memes, uh, they have now introduced a certain recurring character in the series named Gilgamesh. He's going to be in the next DLC, which I I forgot to check when that actually comes out. Uh, tell me your favorite Gilgamesh story while I look that up. Unless you don't mm-hmm. have one. Uh, it launches in October, October 26th. So, if you want to see a Jack Chaos fight Gilgamesh, this is now something that can be in your life if you're willing to buy the season pass. Which I think there's only two DLCs in that, so that's uh, that's uh, basically the end of that story. Isn't yeah. Jack Chaos
1: too edgy and sad to have a character like Gilgamesh in his game?
0: No, because Gilgamesh visited Squall, and nobody's edgier and sadder than Squall is. Ah,
1: uh, I see.
0: His name is technically technically Jack Garland, but I think I'm just going to call him Jack Chaos from now on.
2: Also, like, Squall is not funny. Squall is just emo. Jack and Gilgamesh are both funny characters. Because Jack says, I'm here to kill Chaos. And Gilgamesh says, "Uh, I'm looking for the Excalibur. And Squall says, I'm sad and I need to get laid.
0: No, he says, please do not touch me. I am not emotionally ready to be laid. Please, teacher. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He, he
2: says that a lot too. Yes. Yes, he
0: does. He uh, there is multiple times in that game when there are women basically throwing themselves at him, and Squall almost completely Shinji pills himself and just can't seal that deal. And it it is sad and awkward to watch, but that's high school, so I guess it's extremely accurate. There's nothing like growing older and realizing that girls in high school were actually into you, and you just did not get those signals at all. And you're like, oh my god, what was I doing? Why was I, why was I like that? Anyway, I, I think neither of... We are going down yet another rabbit hole, and none of you want to follow me down that way. Uh, so, on September 1st, Square Next has trademarked a new engine called the Radek Engine. This was uh, originally made public back on September eighth. Now this is going to be their new in-house engine. I'm not entirely clear if this is going to be. I'm not entirely sure what it's actually for. Neither did the uh, did the report. But if you recall, Square Enix's previous engines, such as the White Engine or you know Luminous Engine, those were Crystal not very. Pools. Ha- yeah, those were not very happy stories. Uh, For the last few years, Square Enix has basically been using Unreal. And it's gone particularly, extremely well. Um, Luminous Engine has only made Final Fantasy XV and the upcoming Forspoken. And um, neither one of those games' development seems to have been completely smooth. Uh, But uh, Square Enix hasn't actually said what the Radic Engine is. Or it might be R-D-E-C-K. No. It's R A D E C. They trademarked it in Japan. There's no news about what this thing actually is. So on the one hand,
2: this is kind of cool because it might mean we get Agni's Philosophy 2. Um, <laughs> Please no. But oh, we never got the first Agni's Philosophy <laughs> hello. No. no. They make they make an engine. They make an Agni's Philosophy trailer. They don't make Agni's Philosophy. Yeah. But on the other hand, yeah, Square Enix does not have a good history with engines you know, Final Fantasy fourteen was kind of ruined by Crystal Tools. Lumi- yeah, like, Luminous made one game, basically, Final Fantasy fifteen. Why does Square Enix keep making engines?
0: Well, I, I figure, like, we don't know what this thing actually is for, so it could be for yeah. anything, effectively. Like, they we don't know if this is...
1: So they decided to make engines.
0: It could just be, like, some kind of physics, like, you know, supplement thing to Unreal, which I think is just what they're going to use from now on. That that just seems like industry standard. It would be easier for everybody if they used it. Uh, but, you know, we don't know what Final Fantasy 16 actually is running on. I, I always assumed it was Unreal, but I don't think that's ever been made official. And I'm not sure if Kingdom Hearts 4 was announced to be on Unreal. So, for all we know, this could be Final Fantasy 16's engine, though I feel like if they're no, they probably would have announced it years ahead of time because that game's been in development since 2015. So I, I don't know what this thing is. And for all I know, this is the last time we ever mentioned Radic Engine. What if it's a game? <laughs> we, all it is, is a trademark. That would be kind of cool.
2: <laughs> you know, there's in, in Final Fantasy 14, Titan turns into a Tonka truck. So if he is an engine, maybe maybe this is the new game where all the idolins turn into like engines or something. That would be pretty cool.
0: Final Fantasy 13, you can have your... Uh, Shiva sisters interlock their legs and then you drive them around. And that's your radic engine. Uh, so, I have some bad news. I have terrible news, in fact. Uh, just crushingly miserable, awful news. I, I, I don't know how we're going to keep going. I, I need you two to brace yourselves, alright? Just imagine the worst thing I could possibly tell either one of you. Alright, are you ready? emotionally ready Uh, go ahead Uh, I've had a
2: long year
0: but Uh go on okay this is news was announced on September 13th it's from hanginggarden.babylonsfall.com and it is a notice regarding the termination of the Babylon's Fall service no what the fuck I know I know greetings Sentinel Force thank you very much for playing Babylon's Fall With the desire of delivering an exhilarating online action RPG set in an elaborate high fantasy world, we launched the game's official service on Thursday, March 2nd, 2022, and have continued to undertake additional development and operations. However, it is with deep regret to inform you that we will be terminating the game's service on February 27th, 2023. And uh, this goes on to mention that they're going to keep doing Season 2, and they're going to launch... Season 3, which is now labeled the final season. And uh, there's some notice that um, effectively, I think you can't even buy this game anymore.
1: Uh, they removed all the in-game currency. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I you go on Steam and try to buy this game. What the I heck? think you cannot. Uh, sales of the digital version as well as physical version on retailer sites will draw to a close. That happened on the 13th. So, you can buy a disc version of this game You cannot buy a physical copy. I mean, you cannot buy a digital copy anywhere anymore. So, um, unless you... Unfortunately, you've missed your shot unless you find a disc of this thing, which I imagine is not going to be all that difficult. And uh, you will have another uh, five months or so to keep playing it. Let's
1: see. Oh,
0: yeah,
2: you can get Babylon's Fall. Uh, It looks like you can get it for like five bucks on eBay.
0: Yeah, that's money well spent. If you, if you have I mean, the curiosity, I'm
2: not. I'm not. not, not going to buy that. No, <laughs> but actually, no. Maybe, maybe this is going to be our podcast episode that month. Playing
0: Babylon's Fall. I'm not playing Babylon's Fall for any reason. <laughs> okay, I, I've already said this on the podcast multiple times, but Babylon's Fall is one of the most disappointing game releases for me in a very long time. They announced oh, that yeah, game. Oh yeah, they took it off Steam. They announced that game about four years ago at, uh, I think it was... It wasn't TGS. I think it was E3. They did not say what the game was other than, it's Square Enix. It's Platinum Games. They're coming together. They have this thing called Babylon's Fall. And I'm like, hell yeah, because Nier Automata. And then we find out last year that it's a -a games-as-a-service thing, and it looks significantly fucking worse than the previous trailers are. And then the game came out, and it was a... Frankly, unmitigated disaster, the likes of which you rarely see in video games. Like, I think the Steam reports were, at some point, there were one players. And that was like a month after it came out. There were zero players on multiple days. that That's, that's like, really depressing. I, I want you to imagine that you're a game dev, and you put five years of your life to make this big thing they are hoping lots of people will love it's effectively like having a giant party and you're inviting tons and tons of people and you want it to be this big thing and then nobody comes and you're left all alone it's it's just depressing so um it's
2: it's a stupendous failure of game design and marketing it's just what are, what are these closing remarks?
0: Oh, I'll, I'll read them for you. Um, oh my god. They, they are very sad. I'll just go through the last two sentences here. Uh, Despite all of your support, we are truly sad and sorry to say that we will be unable to continue with the game's service. We hope you continue to enjoy playing Babylon's Fall, all caps, until the service ends. And it's like messages of like thank you so much for all the official support and whatever and the outpouring of whatever, and I'm like, I, I, you know, I I'm I, curious. Was I'm there the- was there actually an outpouring of enthusiastic messages? <laughs> like, was there? Did they actually? I hope they did. I, I want I want them to have gotten the emotional closure that they got because certainly this was a financial disaster for both of these studios, and. uh... You know. I hope everyone lands on their feet and that platinum does extremely well with Up Bayonetta three, which is the game they should be making. They should not be making things like Babylon's Fall.
1: Oh, for every near game there has to be a Babylon's Fall, right? You can't all be winners.
0: No, not necessarily. There can be only winners if you do really well. Okay. So I think that's all we have to say about Babylon's Fall. That may be the last time. Well, I'll bring it up when the game finally closes. Actually, that reminds me. Um, what was the other game that's shutting down really quickly? It's, I think it's ending this month.
1: Is it one of their other mobile games?
0: It is another mobile game. Um, Record I Keeper. Say,
1: is the failure of this game going to lead Square to... I don't know. Perhaps learn from some of their investment strategies. The answer is no. No, we're going
2: no to idea. we're going to talk more about that later, and the answer oh, is going okay. to very much be no.
0: Yes, okay. <laughs> it's going to be no. Uh, Final Fantasy Record Keeper is shutting down on the 29th, which is probably roughly the day this podcast will go up. So um, it it will no longer be purchasable. I think outside of Japan, I think it will live on beyond that. So uh, get your Record Keeper in now. I. Deliberately chose not to play that video game, and uh, I'm good for it. No record keeper news. No record keeper thoughts. Uh, this, I mean,
1: I don't know who that is.
0: It. it I mean, don't it's, worry.
2: <laughs> I, it's actually kind of surprising that they're shutting it down because it seems like, like Gotcha Game, it has to be free money, right?
0: Uh huh. But not I, necessarily. I there's a there's a ton of upkeep for it. You got to run servers and things and hire people there has to be a whole support staff for the thing it's not just something that could run on its own so are you ready for the actually positive news yeah, uh, yeah we're, it,
2: we're so starved for good news
0: and yeah no like we'll, we'll, have, we'll have some very upsetting news in a moment but I want to go through the good news So, on, um, the 13th, again, actually same day as Babylon's Fall, uh, Nintendo had a very big direct for their upcoming winter games, which, of course, included the new Zelda game, which is very important, and some other things, but also the Final Fantasy series had a bunch of stuff. So, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion, that is an official release date, that's December 13th, so we have a topic for that month, it's gonna be Crisis Core, um... Another game that was announced is Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line, which is a game I'm at personally very excited for. Uh, that's coming out on February 16th, and it looks incredible. It looks like they've gathered all the Theater Rhythm tracks into one big game, and they have like 30 different Square next games that you can go play rhythm games with. So there's like Xenogears in this, there's Nier Automata, there's Live Alive. So I mean, you want to play Song of the Ancients or Megalomania with cute little Chibi Final Fantasy characters? Here you go. This is finally the package for you. I, I think it's must purchase.
2: My only gripe with this is yes. that it's fifty dollars. Like I don't know if I, like it, it looks it looks great. This is a super. This is hype. But it's also like, do I want to spend fifty dollars on a rhythm game?
0: Well, do you want to pay fifty dollars plus maybe another fifty dollars in getting all of the DLC? Uh, now,
2: if you put it like that,
0: I'm sold. Well, now I I think I actually am gonna. Oh my god! <laughs> I dropped oh, god my phone. I dropped my phone completely. <laughs> I caught it. I I caught it and bobbled it twice, and then I caught it. All right. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'll um I'll cut that out. What, what were we saying? Oh yeah, fifty dollars. So I'm gonna buy that DLC. I'm gonna buy all of it. I'll pay $200 to have the complete collection. I think it is just something useful to have to like take over my life completely. Uh, did either one I, of you play the Kingdom Hearts rhythm game that came out uh, a couple years ago?
2: I mean, no, I wanted to, but then same thing.
0: It was like, what was it,
2: like 65 bucks or something like that? And I was like, I don't, do I want to spend that much money for a rhythm game?
0: Not really. I'm going to tell you. That game was worth every penny. That was so much fun. It took over my life completely for about two weeks.
1: $60 without inserting money into it, gotcha-wise.
0: Well, that game actually did not come with DLC, or if it did, I didn't need any, because it already had, like, basically every song you'd want from Kingdom Hearts, and Let It Go from uh, Frozen. 8-Bit, I know you're a huge Frozen fan, right?
1: i am i lived in hawaii and i hate weather below 65 degrees so no oh the oh the the kids show no not the kids show
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why you were breaking up hawaii with frozen it's not lilo and stitch
1: frozen is inferior to lilo and stitch
0: that is true lilo and stitch might be the single best disney movie they've ever made incredible it is incredible oh my god I I watch like the ending of that movie sometimes where Stitch goes up and he's like this is my family I found it all on my own it's Mm -hmm. broken and good and I'm like oh my god I'm gonna cry yes it's incredible
1: yes teaches important life lessons
0: can Stitch say goodbye oh my god I can't I can't do that voice at all I'm not even gonna try <laughs> that's not bad. I, I my mouth does not turn inside out like you'd need to in order to do a stitch voice.
1: I can do stitch and Kirby, and that's all.
0: Okay. Uh, there's Any other Kirby. stuff that was announced. Um, the game Harvestella is coming out soon. Uh, the game Deal Field Chronicles came out this week, and I have not gotten around to it because I am hopelessly behind on playing video games, and I I don't know what's going on with my life. Uh, various daylife that fucking awful incredibly boring apple game the game that came out on apple arcade that kind of looked like bravely default that's also getting ported to switch i do not play that that game is stunningly boring uh the entire front mission series or at least the first three they're going to get ports and um octopath traveler 2 is happening So of those, I, I,
2: I, I want to remark that even just like on a, like, like I, I want to complain about various day life because it's just kind of absurd, right? Like the, the gameplay loop is like doing work. I don't want to do work. I already do work every day. I don't want to go around like being a secretary or whatever. Why? Why Square Enix? Why are you putting this out?
0: I, honestly, I don't know why that game. Well, I understand why that game was made. It's probably like Apple's, like, "Hello, Square Enix, can you please make a video game for our upcoming service?" And then Square Enix puts like the C Squad on it, and they crap something out, which at least looked okay, but it also was like just the most incredibly boring gotcha game mechanics. Just it, there was nothing to it. There's nothing to say about it. Uh, what did either one of you think about Octopath Traveler? So I I didn't play Octopath Traveler.
2: Um, I feel like I mainly know it through, like, the memes of the character saying, Princess, 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 Princess. Am I I mixing this up with something else?
0: Um, I have played Octopath Traveler, and the story parts are completely gone. Like, there's nothing. I don't remember anything about the plot whatsoever, except there was a... uh, rather tasteless scenes set in like brothels with prostitutes which i thought was not necessary for the game but otherwise like gone i don't remember any of the characters names
2: and that was kind of the impression that i got from it is it's... it i, I mean my, my it felt like they were like just they, they wanted to do a nostalgia jrpg and they didn't want to put a ton of effort into it but i i shouldn't say that because i haven't i haven't played it i just know it through the memes
0: Well, I would say they put a ton of effort into it. Like, the production is immaculate, and it did kind of set, like, a new standard for what 2D games can look like with the high graphics and that sort of thing. That style has become very popular. It's just, like, the story is not there whatsoever. As a matter of fact, if you want a good version of Octopath Traveler, just play Live Alive. Just straight up. Everything that Octopath Traveler is doing plot-wise in terms of different characters... Live Alive is doing better, and the characters are more likeable, and there's just more memorable stuff in it. It's an incredible game. Blue,
1: give, give me a 30 second synopsis of Live Alive, because I feel this is like the 10th time I have heard of this game. Uh-huh. Like, at first I didn't even realize it was a game, I thought it was like, I don't know, a live show or something. So, why? What What is what is Live Alright, well,
0: I can't really do it in 30 seconds, oh, but like I can it. tell you that it is a game that Square Enix made for the Super Nintendo, did not come out of Japan. And it was like, let's go and make eight really short JRPGs and we'll just go as wild as we can with the style. So we're going to have one game that's cavemen people and they're going to talk in nothing but pictograms. We're going to have another game with a giant robot. We're going to have a game that's a stealth game. So it's basically like Metal Gear Solid, but set during the, uh, during the Meiji Restoration. There's a horror game element to it. There's it, there's a cowboy level. There's all of them feel wildly distinct. They're doing very interesting things with the JRPG formula. And it just feels like just like you have an idea, we'll make an entire mini-game around it. And then there's a really cool final boss. It, it is my favorite game of this year, the port it's of it.
1: Multiple games and one. Okay, I see
0: yeah you play why
1: did they make it so bonkers was it like final fantasy one and thought they they were going out of business like babylon's fall and just decided to go (laughs) ham
0: no it's just like during the super nintendo era square next was just doing anything they could want like there was so much paladin potential with the hardware they had they were realizing at some point like man we could do all kinds of games i'm calling them square next but it was square at the time uh nx was uninvolved um but yeah, no, like you look at like what Final Fantasy VI was doing with the opera house and just the level of production there, and then you look at Chrono Trigger and how many different stories are happening with that too. They really were just bored of medieval JRPGs, I think, at some point, and were just like, let's do everything with this.
2: Yeah, I guess that was like the that was like the high point of Square, I mean, okay, I, sh- I shouldn't, that uh, makes it sound like they're like on their
0: decline, which maybe they are, but, yeah, that I guess in, every... That in like the PlayStation era, yeah, or, like the high points.
2: Yeah, Square, like Super Nintendo, PlayStation. I, I mean, I... everyone makes fun of Final Fantasy VIII, but everything they were putting out had lots of new ideas, and they were not afraid to experiment with, and,
0: yeah. It's incredible how much are in games like Final Fantasy VIII and Seven and Nine. Like, you just... You look back at those games, and it's like, wow, there's so much in those things. And, like, yeah, that, that kind of feels like the Live Alive thing, where every single event kind of feels like somebody had an idea. So it's like, all right, let's go to space in this one. Fuck it. Yeah, let's do it. All right, we're going to have uh, aliens here. And Squall's going to go fight that. Then let's go travel through time and all kinds of just nonsense it's just wonderful how much they were able to do with the technology i think it's just that the technology was expansive enough that they could do all kinds of things and also relatively easy enough that it was quick to produce so you can make these games in like one or two years versus now where it takes like seven years so the level of imagination is necessarily hampered by just the amount of polish these things need to have
2: yeah, maybe maybe this is what me. Square Enix Square is like a, a trashy unpolished game that just has all the ideas in it.
0: I think that's what the Tokyo RPG Factory was supposed to be. But then it just turned out to be like those guys were just so nostalgia like pilled that they couldn't come up with anything that Square Next hadn't done already. So you know, you end up with games like uh what was that? I Am Setsuna that's just like, all right, we're gonna do Chrono Trigger again, but really not interesting. You you gotta you kind of gotta go to the indie scene at a certain point. Like you just this company got too big, and that's fine, but you kind of lost the kind of nimbleness and endless possibility that the older games had.
1: There's definitely a risk adverse, probably you know, groupthink at Square. I mean, plus the games take forever to develop, so. Yeah, that's that's a good point about you know what an indie developer can potentially offer. Not not saying that Square can still throw some weird stuff out there, uh, but it'll probably still take four years and be a disappointment like that. What was that random game?
0: Final Fantasy Fifteen.
1: Ah, uh, yikes!
0: Yeah, no, that that did sell ridiculous amounts, so I can't really call it a disappointment. But um, oh, what was it? Eastward is the kind of game I'm thinking of where it's a top-down RPG-style game. There's a ton of stuff that happens. The story is bonkers and extremely dark and goes to all kinds of places. And uh, and that game also took a very long time, I believe, even though it is indie and Chinese indie, weirdly enough. But highly recommend that thing. Anyway, uh, we should probably move on to the bad news, right? Right. Right.
1: Wait, I yeah. thought we were
0: only getting good news now. No, what? no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, so... Alright, let's start with... Uh, Square Next's transcript on September 14th was that uh, the investor meeting with the president, he was talking about how... Um, oh wait, this actually isn't it, sorry. I, I'm reading the wrong news. I'll, just, I'll go over this news anyway. Stephen Sotillo reported this, that uh, Square Next is trying to have uh, smaller stakes in games. But, uh, you know, they're looking for allocating capital to the studios that gives us greater flexibility. This is like pure business speak. I, I can't really read any of this. It's kind of a load of, it's a load of nothing to me. But, however, the quote is here. In terms of our progress on investigating in the new domain of blockchain, we are steadily advancing with content development efforts and a variety of other initiatives. So we hope that you will look forward to our forthcoming announcements. By the way, you could fight this guy near Automata, so maybe you want to do that now. The other news is that Square Next is having a blockchain partnership with a company called Oasis. Now, Cat you were looking into this further. Can you tell us more about Oasis spelled with a Y? Uh, yeah, Oasis spelled with a Y. Um, so I can say
2: one good thing about it uh, to give them some benefit of the doubt, and then I will say probably... Well, not not even necessarily negative things, just mediocre things. Um, yeah, so Oasis is coming up with an all new blockchain that is proof of stake, and they they claim, and this I think this this is at least a somewhat reasonable claim, is that this will use uh, like orders of magnitude less electricity than like the Bitcoin blockchain will. Um, that said, um, there don't really seem to be uh, a lot of uh explanations as to what this oasis blockchain is going to be used for by square Enix I, I I read like a handful of articles that are essentially uh just a bunch of uh business speak um they do say that they are going to make these games to have high transaction speed and no like and 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 fuel efficient that they won't have gas fees so there is a little bit of benefit of the doubt that you could give them uh but th- there is genuine like I, I read some, like several articles, and I, I just extracted absolutely no information about what sort of games they're going to put on there. If this are these like VR games, are they going to make more of those like mediocre NFT collectibles that they put out this summer? There's just, there's, it's just this. the same thing you're saying. There's just so much business speak that you can't actually discern what they're planning to do. The, on, the only like thing you could discern is. They are going to make a hub for AAA quality games with play-to-earn integration.
0: Ugh. Uh, that last part, though. Why would yeah. you do... Why we would don't I do like... That? Nobody likes the sound of that. Nobody.
2: Like, like the, they, they just say a ton of business... They, they say one vaguely good thing, which is they're going to use less electricity than uh, Bitcoin. If you believe them, maybe you believe them, maybe you don't. I think it's at least plausible. They say a bunch of useless business speech, and then they say everyone's favorite words, play-to-earn. When has anyone ever enjoyed play-to-earn
0: games? or like? Well, Cat Hughes, I want you to put yourself in the position, let's say you're somebody with a lot of money and no common sense, and you don't play video games, but you love the idea of people getting jobs for you while they think they're playing games. Doesn't that sound great? You're selling them a product that's also a job that earns you money. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind the fact that, you know, it requires the job to be fun and people actually wanting to do that sort of thing. Yeah,
2: so the only thing like this that like has like vaguely worked, right, is Super Mario Maker. And the reason is that making levels on Super Mario Maker is fun.
0: Yeah. No, but that's not in any way But that's but that's yet.
2: not Yeah, it has nothing to do with this blockchain stuff. No. no. And there's there they they do not really have any explanation about how they're gonna use the blockchain to make super mario maker there's nothing like that it's just there's this black box where they put a blockchain uh it does something uh pay to earn uh profit for the the suits at square enix i guess
0: yeah well but I,
2: i i do yeah no no go on i i i don't have a lot of faith in this also because it seems like this company oasis is uh Yeah, who are they? It's quite. It's this Singaporean and Japanese company. Uh, I think their biggest thing in the news is they managed to raise 20 million by selling some kind of uh, crypto tokens earlier this this year. So maybe we're just overhyping nothing. This does not really seem like a very big company.
0: Yeah, it doesn't.
2: But Square, Square Enix is talking about it as though these guys are like the next big thing in gaming, but I'm. I feel like we're kind of like hyping up nothing.
0: Yeah, well, I mean there's a there's reason to be alarmed because, you know, we, I think, generally like where Square Enix is as a company and the kinds of games they make. Like, regardless of what you feel about their triple, triple, a million A products, they usually are making one or even three legitimately really good games a year, which is better than many other manufacturers or producers or publishers, whatever the hell word I'm trying to say, is better than all of them do. Like, EA does not make three games a year that I want to play. Square Enix does. There's only, like, two companies that do that. Square Enix and Nintendo. So I want them to not change. I I have a vested interest in them not getting involved in this kind of shit. But, on the other hand, this also feels like Square Enix's general strategy is they'll put a ton of eggs in a lot of baskets. So, like, dragon's dogma not dragon's dogma what the hell uh, babylon's fall sorry dragon's dogma fans you do not deserve to be confused with babylon's fall uh, babylon's fall like that's a massive disaster for square necks but also like it didn't cost them that much it's not going to break the bank for them and if it had hit they would have made a ton of money but it didn't so it's fine or they'll invest in smaller things like the quiet man or whatever the hell Which, yeah, those games fail and it goes bad and it's embarrassing for everybody. But, you know, that's it. We have eggs in tons of baskets. And it's like, in this thing, alright, I'll build a team to go do this blockchain stuff and it looks good for the investor class. And if it explodes and makes us trillions of dollars, that's fine. And if in four years I have to go and fire all these people, well, that's too bad. But whatever, it was worth a shot.
2: Uh, Yeah, that that is that is a good point is that the the, I mean, I I really do not see this taking off. Maybe they're just making a long shot investment to keep to keep the investors happy. And it's probably just going to probably just going
0: to flop. I mean, the other thing is like we are I've been saying this multiple times, but like we're on the verge of a major global recession if we're not in it already. So it kind of feels like major huge shakeups are just not going to be happening in the cards. Like, I don't think Sony's gonna buy Square Enix with the way, uh, the financial winds are blowing. Square
1: Enix is, like, to your point, too, quote, too big to fail, though. I mean, I agree that somewhere in, in all the separate divisions and teams, you will have at least, yeah, a few games that you'll want to play, like Final (laughs) Fantasy XVI, eventually.
0: And? Or, or are you done 8-bit sorry
1: oh no like oh shit I have to name two more uh, Final Fantasy 14 and the PC port of Final Fantasy Tactics yes.
0: which has not been announced yet right
1: it will be <laughs> okay. if I have
0: just, uh, just use the secret if you continue to uh, like manufacture it in your mind you day affect Final Fantasy Tactics and it will become true
1: that is a sick word, I'm going to use that.
0: Deifacted? Yeah. Did you not play Final Fantasy twelve?
1: You know what I was just going to say? I was going to say that sounds like a word that belongs in Final Fantasy twelve. Yeah.
0: Because Netflix. it is from Final Fantasy it 12. Is, yeah. <laughs> Deifacted Nephysite. There we go. Is that, is that,
1: did Bergen say that? Lots
0: of people that? said the words "deafacted." The, 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 the
2: plot of Final Fantasy XII is actually that nobody knows that the word "manufactured" is pronounced "manufactured." They no. think it's pronounced manufactured No, and, no, no, no. Um, it's
0: like it's it's created by the gods. So yeah. So there's manufactured and deaftected. Deaftected. So if a god makes it, it's defacted. So like manna me- from the Bible, that's deaftected food. And Jesus, he is a affected person. And also a deity a, himself.
1: Ah. Yeah. Jesus is a affected person.
0: And so wow. is Adam and Eve and everyone, I guess. All things are affected, which makes the word completely useless when you get right down to it in that point. So uh, what, were we still on blockchain or were we moving on to some other shit? I have nothing else to say about blockchain. Maybe you guys have more thoughts no i have nothing to say other than uh i have
1: no thoughts on what
0: yeah i mean we we will soon be launching blue highwind coin and i'm expecting to make a trillion dollars overnight so please uh, give me all of your money there's nowhere to go but up more losses due to indecision versus poor decisions remember that and um some other quotes from various business school shit i don't know you know Anyway, uh, uh, we have uh, some news on Final Fantasy sixteen. Are you excited? Are you ready? Yes. Yeah, no news until next month. What the like, fuck? Yeah, next trailer likely out in October.
1: Damn it.
0: Yep. So and, uh, it could be like October 1st, maybe. Could be. I don't think it's going to be uh i would bet late october considering they're constantly it feels like they're constantly like just barely making their own internal deadlines on that game so that thing gets delayed into 2024 i won't be surprised and also will not be disappointed oh uh one final thing is uh the game for spoken has uh last month went out to a lot of uh various media websites and uh there were some hand-on impressions and you know it's mixed I, I don't know how good that game's going to finally be. Still interesting, but uh doesn't seem like doesn't seem like it might 100% land what it wants to be. I would love that game release? to be good, but you know. I just dropped my phone again and caught it that time. Good job. Yes. Okay. What's
1: the planned release date of First spoken? I'm sorry, what? What is the planned release date of First spoken?
0: Uh, for spoken was uh, I think March. I'm gonna double check. Ah, okay. For spoken released it, released it. No, that's not right. January twenty fourth. No. Oh, okay. No, that can't be right. Is that right? That it's January? No, it is not January. It can't be January. Uh, January twenty fourth. Yeah, it's January twenty fourth. It's going to be oh a uh, Capricorn, this game. I think. Capricorn. <laughs> yeah. Right? What's the, what's the Capricorn dates? Uh, Why is the Zodiac uh, website not telling me what it is? Uh,
2: December 21st to Janu- January 20th.
0: Shit! It's going to be an Aquarius. Ah, uh, fuck it. Pile Aquarius. of garbage. The game's going to be uh, trash okay. now.
1: I'm sorry, all of you listening who are very devout astrology followers. Mm-hmm. I regret to inform you that we do not believe in that here. Well, uh, Unless you are playing a Final Fantasy Ibalatian game, then we do.
0: Yeah, unless you're playing Final Fantasy Tactics, in which case it actually is a, a, a game mechanic. It is. Yeah. It is. Oh, 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 by the way, uh, what what's your star sign, bit?
1: i am a double ram i am a uh star sign ram and i am a chinese ram which means that i'm uh relentlessly stubborn and have uh no brain available to consider any other alternatives besides the ones that i've illogically come to
0: okay so that means you're a sagittarius sure that okay I i think sagittarius is the ram one right Alright, I'll I'll just read Sagittarius then. Uh, Okay. You may be ready for some major career changes, Sagittarius. You could be fed up with the stress and long hours of the corporate environment. Surely, in this age of technology, there's a way to spend more time at home without sacrificing the quality of your work. Think about it for a few days. If you propose a feasible alternative to your boss, the positive response may surprise you. What the hell? That's what so, the that was so weird. Me? That's the weirdest what? horoscope I've ever read. It's like legitimately like fucking tell your boss you want to work from home. Like it is telling you directly advice. Normally it's like bullshit like the stars say that your love line is very fertile today. So wear protection or something like that, you know? No, even then that's not uh. it. It's like, you know, be ready for that certain someone... Like, that kind of thing. Or, work's gonna be really hard. Weird. What a uh, weird...
1: I'm a pharmacist. I, I, can't, I can't deal drugs from home. Wait, yeah. I could... I mean, I could deal drugs. Anyway.
0: Uh, My my uh, horoscope, which I'm a Capricorn, is telling me, be as true to yourself as possible.
2: That's not very helpful. No, What's like the... Hor- ge- now
1: that's a real horoscope right yeah. there. Like, yeah, it's words. like vague as hell, give me that
0: yeah, it's saying I'm sensitive to other people's deepest emotions so, uh, cat, use. what are you feeling right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, right
2: now I'm feeling sleepy because I woke up right before recording this
0: You feel sleepy, huh I sense SLEEP in you see, I'm intuitive oh. why does the Gemini horoscope what's Gemini? Uh, am I going to turn into a ninja this month or something? You could turn into a ninja this month No um, This could be a banner day, Gemini Your spiritual and career goals come together So both are enhanced And neither is compromised It's a neat trick You can expect the opportunity to practice What you preach to come through with a friend or colleague Don't discount any ideas presented to you As one will contain the key To meshing two of your most important facts of your life I'm sorry Two important parts of your life What? Yeah Okay. Thank you. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know why I read it like Sonic the Hedgehog either, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we're done with the news,
2: right? Yeah. So we, we launched on from the news to horoscopes. I think we that's went, going we to be We went a to a horoscopes. The yeah. We, you projects, know, yeah. it,
0: it's an off month. Honestly, I don't know what we're going to do next month. <laughs> we'll have to figure something out. Uh, so you might have noticed in uh, Square Enix's many releases lately that they have been porting a lot of games from their back catalog to kind of fill up you know to get lots of things in there so we have Tactics Ogre we have Live Alive we had Nier last year we had Final Fantasy 1 through 6 lots and lots of games getting ported so uh, to wrap ourselves up here I mean uh, are there games from Square Enix's past that you would like to see ported to modern stuff that is currently rather difficult to get. And I'm going to start... start. I'm going to start alphabetically. And uh, 8 starts with 8. So 8-bit, you're going first. Okay.
1: Um, Well, yes, the obvious answer is Final Fantasy Tactics. You know, it should be Final Fantasy Tactics because there are plenty of companies trying to make uh, analogs of tactics, like the... Field Chronicles, which I heard is a complete TTRPG disappointment in that it's not a TTRPG.
0: Uh, no, yeah. I don't think it was ever the, announced to be that. But they, no. they did have Triangle Strategy, which is also their uh, Final they Fantasy did, Tactics thing.
1: And I failed to unlock any other characters beyond the initial eight or so because they uh, did not convince me in that way. So, Square, you know what to do. Come on. Let me give you my money.
0: Is that all you have to say on the subject?
1: Mm, I mean, I just, I just don't know why they stopped. They went into Tactics Advance, which, being my first Final Fantasy game, has you know a good amount of nostalgia associated with it. But it's not Final Fantasy Tactics. Um, it has that good gritty '90s vibe of being a difficult game. Um, I mean, it. Well, did it spawn Evillious or did Vagrant Story precede it?
0: Uh, Well, Ivalice starts with Final Fantasy Tactics. I think that's the first time the word ever got used. And then it gets referenced in Vagrant Story and then becomes a proper series by the time Advance comes out in Final Fantasy XII.
1: Uh, But is it a series, though? I mean, I like TA and
0: TA2, but... They they officially branded it Ivalice Alliance, and they released, like, four Uh... games. Mm,
1: and then they, then I, and they I stop. I played Revenant Wings. Okay, I've experienced the full depths of depravity that the Evil East Alliance had to offer.
0: <laughs> depravity uh, is. But the did right you play word.
1: Final
2: Fantasy Tactics S?
0: S. No. Who? Who is she? <laughs> you don't want to know. You don't want to uh, meet her. Let me let me show you this. Let me show you this
2: piece of garbage. <laughs> oh, no, it's a ape mobile. Ape. I don't want 8 was-
0: It's hard to be broken on their first episode. I think. It's a mobile app where
2: um, I think the main selling point is that you could play as Agrius, um, but it's not Final Fantasy Tactics. It's um, it's, a, it's a mobile app. It's, it's, it's like a gotcha game and it has Agrius in it.
1: Why would you make Final Fantasy <laughs> Tactics into a gotcha game? Why the fuck? Okay. Please.
0: That's not even the most horrifying part of that. Show him the gameplay, Cat Ears. <laughs> We, Kat Yu's uh, we? shared in uh, Discussion a image of Agrius who, Or Agrius I'm not sure how you pronounce her uh, She's cartoon and she looks very mad And she's holding a very pointy sword she, She's holding it like you. She's holding it like the pregnancy meme Like you know anime faces Where they're holding up pregnancy That oh it's God. positive Wait that's exactly what this is What the fuck Anyway,
2: so this is the gameplay. As you can see, it's not really Final Fantasy Tactics. There's no like grid or like positioning or anything like that. They just sort of line up, and then the bad guys line up, and then they fight.
0: It's the only all the bravest.
1: Quality about this picture is that there are bunka
0: Yeah, it's all, all the bravest, else. but Final Fantasy Tactics is basically what this thing is.
1: This is an abomination.
0: It is. Delete this. Can I, can I delete
1: this? Do I have mod powers? That's right. I don't because I don't do anything with mod powers. Hello? I can delete can it for delete you, you it? if you want.
0: You I'll, I'll make it. Yeah, it yeah, I'll make delete, it go delete. away. Oh wait, I can't. Cat oh, use. Wait, are you because a because I have b-crap? Powers.
2: I However, this thing is very shameful, so I'm going to delete it.
0: Yeah. Cat use, it. cat use. Cat use. You're a, you're a bureaucrat, right? Uh, yes. Bless. Okay. Thank you. I have
2: b-crap powers, which is maybe why I'm immune to having my messages deleted. But I I, I deleted them.
0: Uh, can I not okay. delete messages anymore? This is a discussion that needs to be had. Um, no,
2: it's it's. I think I think what happens is that the 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 the, the priority of roles on the server is all fucked up because we keep changing it. Okay. And so now I think Scathe has like is like all powerful. Then I'm like under him, and then nobody else can do anything to my messages, and it's just so fucked. We need to fix this, but there's so many hey, other things wrong with this Discord server that we never fixed
0: either. So yeah, I, you know what I think it is. I think it's the channel our secret uh, Discord, you know, podcasting channel. I don't think I can delete messages on there, but I can in like regular channels. Maybe that's it. Yeah.
2: The point is that this Discord server is all fucked up, and none of us have the motivation to fix it.
0: Well, you know. It, by the way, if you're listening and are not a member of the Discord, come on by. We'll talk about Final Fantasy and stuff, and share kitty pictures and pictures there are of Pokemon. Owls. There are a lot of owls on this server. There's a lot of owls, and unlike in other times, the owls are what they seem. So, uh, anyway, 8-Bit, I'm you really have, uh... Yeah, you've officially called Final it. Fantasy Tactics. use so what you wanted to see rebooted. Or remade, I guess. Ported?
1: Yes. Okay. And not Final Fantasy. No other... No. No letters. It's just Final Fantasy Tactics. For the love of God.
0: Oh, is it the War of the Lions version? The PlayStation Portable one?
1: It it is but who bought a playstation portable i didn't dude
0: i still have it somewhere oh by the way um big bit of warning this is something i need to fix too Uh, if you have a playstation portable in your house make sure to dig that thing out and pull the battery out because apparently those batteries explode after like 20 years um good job sony I mean yeah uh, I, I think like it's gonna swell at the very least and the system will be completely unusable so I need to uh, I need to go hunt that thing down. It may be only certain like maybe only certain models like maybe the older ones but uh, definitely definitely go and dig that thing out if you ever want to play your PlayStation Portable again figure that thing out yeah, that's gross. Um, anyway, cat use. what uh, Final Fantasy or Square Next game do you want to see restored to the modern era? So I have a vision
2: for the future of Final Fantasy Tactics. No, I don't have a vision. I just sometimes spitball stupid ideas.
0: Oh, you also are doing Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah. Okay.
2: The Final Fantasy Tactics was the best 90s uh, Square game that hasn't been... Well, okay, they did... So, so, Final Fantasy VI, they ported it, but then they made it, for the mobile app. They made it look uh, terrible.
0: Well, VI is now released, but then in they made that, pixel yeah. remaster. Yeah, that's what I meant.
2: Yeah, so I can't say any of the really old games because of pixel remaster, anything from like ten onward, I'm not really motivated to have remade. Though it would be uh, nice if they got good voice actors for Final Fantasy X. Um, so that kind of so so if I'm restricting myself to Final Fantasy games. Uh, at least like final fantasy tactics but that's okay because final fantasy tactics um so 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 hear me out this game um would be harshly criticized if it was released as a brand new game in in uh 2022 2023, 2023 um the first reason is that it's too hard um, but that's fine. We're gonna keep that the way it is. Actually, maybe make it harder by uh, like nerfing PG sit or something, so that the end game is actually has content. Uh, maybe add some super bosses as well. Give us like all of the most ridiculous, over the top, lavish graphics. Yes, I know. Earlier, I was talking about how Square Enix needs to make some crappy, unpolished games, where they can just go hog wild with ideas. They already have all the ideas. They need to polish the fuck out of this. Make the graphics amazing, so you can. Uh, See these enormous, horrifying battles uh, live on your screen. This is something that you don't really see uh, tactical RPGs have. Tactical RPGs tend to have very uh, low quality not uh, low graphics. Not low but you know, well, not shooting, low quality, sprite based. You, like, yeah, you know, sprite, well, okay, sprite based, but like, and, and they're going to actually put money into the voice acting because um, this is not going to be triangle strategy um and then for the story okay so the other reason why this could be harshly criticized is that this is a game where uh Ovilia and Alma both kind of come off as like useless damsels in distress and Rafa definitely is a damsel in distress oh, fuck however Rafa. we can
0: my god i can't stand those two Rafa the- and
2: mechanically, are the wor- mechanically, they mechanically
0: they're
2: mechanically they're so
0: useless yeah. in that game that they become unlikable
2: they're mechanically useless, and then on top of that, the uh, and and then on top of that, like you have to do rescue missions with
0: them. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, like there, you can lose I mean, levels they... in that game entirely because of her AI just running. She just she Leroy Je- Leroy Jenkins her way right into the enemy fortress and gets killed instantly, and then you lose. There's nothing you do about it. We have.
2: All of this fancy machine learning bullcrap. Okay, we're gonna build a
0: supercomputer. Okay, we're gonna put Rafa on the blockchain.
2: No, no. no, you know, you know, Einstein at home, right? Or like folding at home. You have yes. like these like distributed computing facilities um, yeah. that use like thousands of personal computers to like compute like gravitational waves and crap. Mm-hmm. We're going to do that, but for a massively improved version of the Final Fantasy Tactics AI. And we're going to use that to design, like, the perfect AI. The enemies that you're fighting are all geniuses, and now the game is hard as
0: shit. This seems like it's going to be very difficult to do. <laughs> are you volunteering to go and create the perfect genius-level game AI? No. Okay. Are you going to make the code that creates the AI that creates the genius-level game AI? No. I'm just spitting out ideas. Okay. This is the
1: Final Fantasy Wiki podcast, Blue. You're familiar with this. We just spit out ideas for Square. Two, listening to this podcast, will then take and realize.
2: We know that Square knows that we exist because they stole our Ruby weapon render. (laughs) <laughs> for use in one of the Final Fantasy 7 port like achievement things we have like a very specific angle on the Ruby Weapon render that nobody else had and then a few years after we put it on the wiki they put out this Final Fantasy 7 Steam version with achievements and what does the achievement for Ruby Weapon have? It's our bot- render of Ruby
0: Weapon well, I mean, I guess we don't own any... We have no ownership of the well, render. Well, and I'm, it's not saying, their, I'm not it's talking their about asset ownership. I'm just saying, of course they have ownership of the of the rent of the render, uh-huh.
2: but I'm saying that we're the one who angled it that way. Yeah. They they, they know we exist. They, they listen to our podcast, they take ideas from us, mm-hmm. and they're going to invest less money in NFTs because we said that it's a bad
0: investment. So instead of NFTs, AI... On your computer to run. I'm
2: trying to uh, right, right, right. Like this is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to say how you can make something like forget blockchain. Distributed computing is where it's at, and uh-huh. you're going to design the ultimate Final Fantasy Tactics experience. Okay, so that's how the gameplay is going to work, and that's going to fix Rafa, and it's going to fix um, the the archer on top is now going to be invincible. No, basically. what? Why would um, you do that? He's, he,
0: all right. For I mean, people, I should explain. For people who have yes. not played Final Fantasy Tactics, the third level of that game is called the Trade City of Dordor and there's two hills in that game, in that level. Uh, the enemy controls both of the hills. You're at the bottom, and the most infamous part of that thing is that there is an archer to your left on the tallest hill, who is virtually unreachable, and I believe has ended more campaigns of that game than any other single enemy in any other Final Fantasy game. That one Archer.
1: Latin so, music plays when you talk to that Archer.
0: Yes.
2: And, and, okay, and now for story. So I, I mentioned, you know, a, like, a lot of the female characters are just like damsel in distress. Okay. So in War of the Lions, they sort of try to address this by having, like, a few, like, weird, like, spin-off levels where you play as Delita and Ophelia. Uh-huh. I think this should be like a like a significant part of the story is like Delita and Ovelio's wacky adventures from, from Ovelia's point of view. Uh, and there should be like Fire Emblem-esque dating mechanics, except that this is Final Fantasy Tactics um, and their relationship fucking sucks.
0: Wait, 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 wait. When you say dating mechanics, how gay are we doing here? Because Final Fantasy Tactics yeah. is a very gay video game. I don't think people yes, notice this this it's but this
2: this this is this is the other thing that they need to fix is that they need to make this front and center. Ramza and Delita is the canon couple, not Delita and Ovelia
0: I mean was always the canon couple. Yeah, it, yes. it is, but like you but want it to P. end this with point. Ramza and Delita running off together on a chocobo.
2: <laughs> not Ramza and Alma, because that's why why are they running together on a chocobo? Like, that that sounds really wrong. okay, that came out wrong. Uh it did. But,
0: I don't no. Whatever. No, thank you. you. You you know what I'm getting. I do. Yes. No no twin cest None of no I mean no brother siscon shit. None of that stuff. It's just plain old wholesome gay boy boy. Yes, this is the problem with Final Fantasy.
2: It is not gay enough.
0: Or sometime, yes. Yeah, I, I was going to say may No, I, no. It's never been not gay. En- it's never been gay enough. How about that?
1: We had Final Fantasy fifteen and they did nothing. Absolutely
0: nothing. Yeah. Hello? I can hear you. They were I'm sorry. camping. They were. There were
1: four of them camping. <laughs> my god. What could have been?
0: I say this as a ninety-nine percent straight dude. Never been gay enough. Also anyways, so
2: that- this is this is my vision for Final Fantasy tactics. Mm-hmm. Square Enix, fire the Oasis people and hire me instead. Um, I I will go through an intensive training course to learn how to build this massive distributive computing thing to like help you design this AI, and then you can put it in the games, and then Final Fantasy Tactics will be the hardest game ever made, but also with the best story ever.
0: No, 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 no. I got it. All right, Square Enix, Fire Oasis with a Y. Hire Oasis with an I. And then it's Wonderwall time. We'd have Liam Gallagher making a Final Fantasy game. Everybody's got unibrows. It's going to be great. That works, too. Yeah. Okay, that's my spiel.
1: No noses. The new Final Fantasy Tactics game. Incredible.
0: Yes. All right. So my game that I think Square Enix should go and port to the modern times is Final Fantasy Tactics. I mean, yes, obviously. But everyone (laughs) said that. Everyone said that already. So I'm going to go with a different game that's very similar Um, I'm picking Vagrant Story Vagrant Story is an extremely interesting game they released on the Playstation 1 it is effectively their medieval take I I guess like the plot wise it's an action movie it's like um, it's like Die Hard but medieval times with witches and things so you play as Ashley Riot this guy that's a risk breaker he's a big hulking dude with uh like like jim's clothing he would actually fit in very well with the uh, stranger paradise crew he goes into this place where there's this evil cult going on and they're trying to summon an ancient god and he just kicks a ton of ass and also he has a very dark backstory and there's a lot of wild twists and it's it's basically as close as you'll ever get to final fantasy meets metal gear solid in terms of how baroque the plot gets and how many action movie beats and betrayals and counter-betrayals. and it, It's incredible. I've watched the entire thing cutscene-wise and it is extremely enthralling. However, I've never played this game because I've always found the gameplay to be extremely intimidating. There's a lot of things going on with it. It's uh, It has a risk system so you can combo against enemies, but the more you combo, there's Counterintuitive things where it becomes more dangerous for you. You lose defense, but your attacks do less damage. So you have to attack in very specific rhythms and then attack this thing and that thing. And all that just seemed terrifying to me. However, if this game gets ported to a modern system, what they will do is like what they did with Chrono Cross, where they'll put on a basically baby's difficulty level where... You can just play it for this story and never lose a fight. And I think that's what that game needs. Also, it reminds me a lot of uh, Bloodborne. Bloodborne, I mean, reminds me a lot of Vagrant Story. Just like in terms of uh, the color palette and the general spooky vibe to it. So it's horror, Final Fantasy, Metal Gear, action movie... That is also in some way related to the general Ivalice universe. It is a incredible video game. More people need to play it, including me, okay. who has not played it.
1: Important question. Yes. Is it gay
0: enough? There is a shirtless dude with metal arms okay. that has... I believe he does have a boyfriend. I, I need to double-check this. It's, uh, the guy's name is Sydney in the game. It's been a while, I wrote all these pages, but I remember Sidney has effectively a a best friend character in his cult that they are very strongly implied might actually be into each other.
2: So I have actually tried to play Vagrant Story. Uh Um, My experience was that I couldn't really get past the first level because the gameplay was extremely clunky and there were like... I don't even remember exactly what it was, but there, there were a lot of, like, quality of life issues. So I couldn't tell if the game was just fucking broken or if it was an emulation bug. And after wasting, like, an hour or two trying to get past, like, a box or something, I, I just kind of gave up.
0: Uh, that could just be the game. I remember it has... Oh, another thing that scared me off is, like, it has a bunch of, like, block, box puzzles that are apparently really difficult. All right, yes. John Harden is Sydney Lostrot's second-in-command of the Mullen Camp cult. Uh, he is a 29 year old, tireless, faithful faithful servant. Uh, he's loyal to Sydney, and despite a strained relationship, the two consider each other friends. So, that, there you go. That effectively means confirmed gay in the Final Fantasy Wiki language. Also, Sydney is also shirtless the entire game. Did I mention this?
2: Yes
1: he did, multiple okay.
0: times in fact yes.
1: I looked up an image and I do Yes, okay, I understand I see, so this has all of the qualities that Tactics does not Tactics is a very good game but it does lack some qualities, but I see I, I understand
0: As a matter of fact, I'm sure there's Sydney and John Harden fan art and I will now look for it I have to or maybe there isn't. Maybe this game is so obscure that no one's ever drawn this. Somebody has to do this. Let me see. John Harden AO3. This has to exist, right? John Harden, Archiv- Archive of
2: Our Own. Oh, shit. Uh, the composition of Ardith's soul
0: means that healing magic will never ex- Okay, who cares? It could be. John Harden's also an extremely common name, so it's going to be difficult to find Googling. Hardin wonders if it's inappropriate
2: if it's inappropriate to be impatient for Sydney to come to bed when Sydney has been busy with priestly duties. Sydney reminds him that he's never been that kind of priest.
0: Oh yeah, Sydney okay. also has the uh, the like open leather pants thing going on without a belt. He's got he's got Cujo energy, and even though Cujo in Final Fantasy IX never at any point shows anything less than being straight. There's also no way that you dress that way and be 100% straight. You just can't do it. I feel like I'm digging a grave here with the way I'm talking this episode. Normally, Technobliterator is the okay. one that digs his own grave during these episodes. I feel like I'm the one doing it now.
1: It's fine. I yeah. Kat has already uh, dug all the way down to uh, Archive of Our Own, Yes. Uh, which I forgot was a website. And have now been reminded as a website, but I'm actually somewhat impressed that fanfic exists of this '90s game.
2: You you know what originally got me on this? Okay, and uh, we go back to favorite story in a second. But you know what originally got me on this Final Fantasy Tactics absurd, stupid, like over the top remake idea? Yes, it was this. I it was the discovery that there is a surprising amount of fanfic of uh, what are their names? Agrius's two like female servants. Um, um I, I oh I thought it would be Alicia Lad and
0: I thought it'd be Lad and Agrius, because Lad has that event where he tries to buy Agrius a birthday present.
2: I think you're thinking of Mustadio.
0: Oh Mustadio does it, yes you're right. I don't
2: think Lad has any lines at all.
0: No, Lad is just a generic that joins the game at the very beginning, though I think he has something, because I've seen him in like like in Final Fantasy fourteen, I think Lad shows up as one of the Evely's crew. I know the Chocobo does. Uh yeah, I don't remember who Agrice's two female assistants are in that game.
2: Uh Alicia and Lavian. Apparently Thank there is a you. decent amount of fanfic about Alicia and Lavian, which is uh baffling.
0: Well, they are generic female, and you put two women in a scene in anything, somebody's going to draw lesbian art of it. You put but anyone
1: it, in a scene and someone is going to draw
0: that art. <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly god damn like people go so fast now like nintendo releases a pokemon in a trailer there will be pornographic art of that pokemon before the official render gets tweeted out
1: that's how bad things have gotten now no stop this is pokemon this is a family friendly pot well it's not
0: uh it hasn't been for a while it it
1: has not been for a while this is true
0: yeah it there's there's a lot of darkness in the world we we just live in it all right I said at the beginning of this thing that it's a time of deep confusion and uncertainty, and also Final Fantasy. So, um, does anyone have any final thoughts, or should we just wrap this guy up? We don't need to go long. I I think, (laughs) yeah. I said what I wanted to
2: say. I want to play Vagrant Story now, and um, maybe I... Oh, you know what? There's got to be a way to emulate PS1 on your phone. And then I can just play Vagrant Story on the train or something.
0: Well, if you buy yourself a Steam Deck, there's a lot of black magic that can be done with that. And you could play it on the train. Even though I've never used the Steam Deck as a mobile device of any kind. I just play it in my living room because it's it's so big and it feels so expensive that you're just terrified of dropping the thing. Because I know this thing, you drop it once, it's dead. You'll have to send it back to Valve. Anyway, uh, I do have one last thing. Just one one final bit. Uh, Square Enix, also please remake uh, Xenogears. Because that's another deeply flawed and really fascinating game from the PlayStation 1. And also remake Terranigma, which is an NX game on the Super Nintendo where you play God and you create the world. Play. that actually sounds amazing it is, it is amazing yeah, it's, a, it's a really really fascinating game uh, at the beginning you create the continents then during the course of the game every dungeon is effectively a day in the book of Genesis and there's long sequences that are like have you ever seen the movie uh, Kiniwana Satsi i'm not no, sure if i'm actually. pronouncing that right Lou, you
1: have seen more movies than i will ever see <laughs> okay like seven right. lives.
0: that's a 70s art film with filled glass music that's like long montages of human civilization and the impact that humanity has on nature it's a really interesting thing to watch it's i guess effectively a documentary with no commentary so you just watch like sped up scenes of people walking through cities and stuff and uh amazing music they use the music in the Watchmen movie when uh, Dr. Manhattan transforms they use music from Kinu Anasazi which I don't think I'm saying that word a lot right I couldn't spell it if you asked me to Uh, but there are sequences like that on the Super Nintendo that's how cool things were getting on the Super Nintendo they were emulating weird 70s art films so please remake that too anyway I should wrap it up right The Broncos are on in about 20 minutes, so we got to wrap this up. Oh, by the way, how'd your fantasy team do?
1: Uh, Let's see. My wide receiver, instead of getting 18 points, Uh got 1.40 points.
0: Oh, no. Did he get hurt?
1: No, he just. He just. He wasn't feeling it today. Okay. Mm. But they won as a team. So I'm currently projected to be. Forty points under projection, very nice.
0: That's not good. Very nice. But are you gonna win?
1: Am I gonna win? Well, I did win two years ago, and I got second place last year while riding the wave of RNG.
0: Uh-huh. So
1: we have to take the losses on the way to RNG victory. So I'm holding out for a, th- a third place this year. Uh, this week is a, is, is a bump in the road. How about how about you? Are you? Uh, um, I played. Under-
0: I played David Montgomery, who got hurt almost immediately in this game. And was out, nice. so I got one point out of him. That's and it. DJ Moore is a serious disappointment, and I don't know what to do with him. Like, he is untradeable at this point in terms of his problems. Oh, I am, I by the way, I am just horrendously bad at fantasy, and nothing good ever happens to me in, in fantasy. I've made playoffs once in the five years I've done it. Uh, but I looks like I am going to win this week. With only 120 points, I will win because my opponent played Keenan Allen, who did not play at all. And uh, Justin Herbert uh, is terrible because he's injured. And what do you expect out of him? He's injured? He's injured, yeah. He he busted his ribs really bad last week. And he's got, like, serious, like, uh, cartilage damage. So he's playing, like, hurt, hurt, hurt. We need to stop. We need to stop the podcast. This this was supposed to be a quick check-in before we ended it. and I, I went full football brain, like hard football brain. That This is not what anyone wants to hear. Not on a Final Fantasy podcast. So, we are the Final Fantasy Wiki. We are the number one Final Fantasy Wiki in the entire universe. We are the greatest archive of Final Fantasy knowledge that I'm pretty sure exists at all. I think even Square Enix does not have as much knowledge as we have on our website. Though I'm probably completely wrong about that. I'm talking out of my ass. Whatever. Uh, this, ho- this show is hosted by me. I'm Blue Highwind, also known as Eric Fuchs. Uh, uh, hire me if you want people to write about video games. I'd love to do it. But then you're going to fire me in two or three years because the video game industry and the media industry are fucking hellscape. So maybe don't hire me. Maybe I'm good just not doing that. Anyway, our music for this podcast is La Moha. Ah, God damn, I can't talk. I need to finish this. I have no breath left. I have no spit. La matana de los caballeros jóvenes, which is the Mount Colts music from Final Fantasy VI, which was made by Expert Novice on the Balance and Ruin OC Remix album. Thank you so much for letting us use that. And um, I think that's all the things that we have to go and talk about. Uh, is there anything else I need to credit? What's our What's our website's URL, please?
2: FinalFantasy.fandom.com slash wiki slash final underscore fantasy underscore wiki.
0: Thank you. Yay, we did it.